When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. She's a fashion blogger, model, and entrepreneur. She's amazing. The latest tips on fashion, beauty, wellness, travel, and her lifestyle. And now, here's the founder and creator of Not Basic Blonde, Olasha. Hi loves, welcome back to another episode of Not Basic Blonde Podcast. As I mentioned before, Not Basic Blonde Podcast has a huge variety of topics where no topic is off limits. And today we will have such a sweet and delicious conversation with very famous baking blogger Chelsea White, who has been featured in BuzzFeed, Cosmopolitan, Country Living, Insider, Pop Sugar, The Wall Street Journal, and Food Network. So in this episode, Chelsea is sharing her story and we are diving deep into a wide range of topics. You will find this episode very useful as well and very entertaining. So before we dive in, don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review Not Basic Blonde Podcast on Apple Podcasts. Hi, girl. I'm so glad to have you on my podcast and so excited. Can't wait to learn more about you. How are you today? I'm good. It's an honor to be a guest on your podcast. Thank you so much for having me. Oh, thank you. Let's dive in. Okay. Would you please tell us more about yourself and your story? For sure. Um, so my name is Chelsea White and I am the baking blogger and content creator behind Chel Sweets. I used to work in accounting and corporate finance, but I really fell in love with baking. And as I kind of grew on social media and across different platforms, I was able to start doing that full time. And now that is my job. And that's exciting. That's such a huge switch from corporate finance to bacon. <laughs> it definitely is. <laughs> what inspired you and how did you discover your passion for bacon? I discovered my passion for baking really just when I needed a creative outlet. I didn't bake growing up, so I moved here to New York City and I started working in public accounting and it was really long hours of just staring at Excel and I would get home late at night and I would just like need to do something else to kind of unwind and I started baking first cookies and then eventually I got into cakes more, but I really just loved the process. I found it really relaxing and it just made me feel so much better at the end of a long day. And that's kind of how I fell in love with it. Nice. And, you know, I totally understand what you feel because I spent like nine years in corporate finance and it's definitely kind of draining. <laughs> <laughs> it really is. That's so I didn't know that. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah. I've done IT project management for nine years 
yeah. you know exactly what I'm talking about then. Yeah. <laughs> and bacon is way more fun. So is blogging and modeling. <laughs> yes, I would agree. <laughs> how did you learn how to bake? I learned how to bake really through a lot of trial and error. And I think just like how anybody else learns how to do anything these days. I watched a lot of YouTube videos. I read cookbooks. I read baking blogs. And I just tried out different recipes and techniques until I really felt like I had it down. Um, so not everything I made always turned out, but I really did learn a lot along the way. And did it take you like a long time or... Yes. I mean, if you were to look, if you really scroll through my Instagram, like, and you go back to, I don't know, 20... 13 or 14, you can see my first <laughs> baking creations and they're hideous. Like the photos are terrible. The baked goods are terrible, but the love was there <laughs> and that's what kept me going. So yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but the ones you make now, they're like piece of art. Like I can watch your feed all day and it's like so su satisfying. <laughs> You're too sweet. I definitely try. I think the video makes it look a lot more like calming and soothing than the actual process is, but that's totally the goal of what, whenever I'm making a video, like what I have in mind. So I'm very happy to hear that. <laughs> yeah, it's very fun to watch. And, you know, I cook different kinds of cuisine, but I don't bake. I mean, I, I never tried. I mean, I've tried maybe a couple of times, <laughs> but I didn't really, I never tried like make actual cake from scratch I mean no I mean I think that's totally fair I don't cook at all I I just like I feel like I spend so much time baking I don't really have the energy to like cook meals for myself so I always really do stand by like either you cook or bake so I think that's totally fair <laughs> especially if you're like a good cook um I think you get a pass on the baking <laughs> yeah I think baking for me it's a little bit challenging and I'm usually not afraid of challenges but I think it's like you really have to be passionate about it and have yeah. enough patience <laughs> I think it also is just one of those things where like if you have one bad experience it can deter you so much so you really have to be like excited about a project and really stick through it and I think that unless it's like something you're super determined to make it just like it sometimes doesn't end up happening like I've I've had like making macarons like I had to make like 20 batches before I really felt comfortable with it and I think the average person would not want to invest that much time <laughs> in making yeah. that macarons are very like particular because if you just like mess up one ingredient or just like temperature or whatever they don't come out the texture because i've heard about it before they're so work. finicky oh my gosh yeah. but yeah they're very hard to master for sure yeah what was the first cake you made that became so popular the first cake that i made that really went viral was I like to call it the one glass too many cake, but it was really just like a cake that had a wine, <laughs> a wine glass shoved down top of it. And it had red ganache, kind of like a deep red ganache flowing out of it. So just like, it really was just like a drip cake that looked like a glass of wine had spilled over it. But it was back when drip cakes were like really in their heyday. And I think they're still popular now, but they were super popular back then. And the internet just like lost their mind over it. And it was really fun. I think it got to like four or five thousand four or five million views and that was like astronomical for me and I was so excited did you ever expect that reaction like what did you do when you <laughs> no I mean I think it's one of those things where you're like is my phone broken and you keep refreshing and you're like how is this happening this is insane but it's one of those magical moments where like the algorithm just randomly chooses to favor something you did and it's <laughs> so nice when that does happen to happen <laughs>
Yeah, I know. It happened to me once when I posted a video on TikTok and I was so fresh to it, like a couple of videos or something. And it went like 70,000 views. And for TikTok, like me posting like second video ever, I was like, what's wrong with it? <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing. Though. That's like the beauty of social media too, is you just really need one thing to do well, and then you can really start to grow. And I think that's why social media is exciting. You know, it keeps us going. Yeah, it does. It does. How did you grow so fast on social media? You just, how long did it take you? Um, it took, I mean, I started posting really more seriously to Instagram, I think in like 2015. But I really think that the secret behind all of my social media growth has just been like volume of videos. So I just have made videos really since the beginning. And that sounds like the most basic straightforward thing ever but back in the day people weren't really doing as many videos especially on Instagram so I started making a lot of videos when the algorithm was really favoring them back in 2016 and that led to tons of growth and then it's kind of just um kept going from there so uh lots of videos and I think uh just consistency like consistently creating and posting well it's definitely hard work to post a lot and <laughs> videos like, do you have it a is. Or you would do it all yourself? Um, I do everything myself. I am a one woman show. <laughs> so it's hard because there's like some angles or things that I just physically cannot film myself doing. Like there's, you can do a lot with a tripod, but like only so much. Um, but I try my best and I usually can make it work pretty well. But it's really just like the editing that gets me. Like I very much enjoy creating, but it's all the like post-production that I wish I could just snap my fingers and have it done, but I'm very particular about how things are done. So like, I don't want to outsource it, um, which I really should just start doing, but I haven't yet. <laughs> are I you a one, a one woman show? Um, I have some freelancers, but in some things I have to do it myself because I know they won't, I mean, it either would have to be like so many instructions and back and forth, or either I would just do it myself. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, that's how I feel too. Going back to the cake trends, like mm -hmm. what are the latest cake trends right now? Um, the latest cake trends right now, I think that I can't, I can't tell if it's like really a cake trend or just something that I've gotten really into, but mini cakes, like making a tiny little like two inch cake that fits in your, the palm of your hand, I think is a really fun trend that's going on right now that I've been making a lot of and really enjoying. Um, other popular cakes, cake trends, there was like the fault line cake trend, which was happened a lot more like this past year, but it was a lot of fun. Um, and then I think drip cakes are always like in these days. <laughs> like, you know, European sweets are different than here. Yes. When I came here 15 years ago, oh my God, it was like, like total difference to me because here cakes are so sweet. Yep. <laughs> there, they're not as sweet. And we have a huge variety. And here, I mean, I, the places I've seen it, like before you find like perfect bakery you like, you just like go to different places. I mean, grocery stores or places around and you don't see such a huge variety as you see there. Oh my God, when you come there, you have like 50 types of cakes. We have a cake, it's called Napoleon. Yep. And it's like so many layers and stuff. And it's so hard to find it here, but... I found my favorite Russian lady here who makes my cakes <laughs> for my birthday. <laughs> That's amazing. I was going to say so much of it comes down to just like finding a baker or a bakery that you really like. And that kind of makes things that are suited to your style because like um, certain things too, just like take certain skill sets. Like um, 
I bet a lot of like grocery stores or like chain bakeries would not be able to make that type of a sweet that well. Um, and just like, there are some people like things super sweet, like sickeningly sweet. Some people like things not sweet at all. And it's just so hard to, uh, find the right balance of that for your own taste. Yeah. Even icing is so different because yes. they used mostly like kind of whipped and kind of like creamy icing. And here it's like, you know, the sugar, butter and yeah. whatever they use, cream cheese. Yeah. <laughs> definitely huge difference it totally <laughs> is whenever I go um if I'm ever like in Europe and I get a dessert I always have to like I have a little bit of a sweet tooth so I have to tell myself like this isn't going to be as sweet as you're used to but it's still going to be really good yeah. <laughs> but it is just totally different <laughs> yeah and when I come there now it feels to me like they're not sweet enough <laughs> <laughs> I think you do get used to it over time whatever you're used to eating but yeah you fun. do if you want to get into baking What's the best way to start? I think that some people are afraid to start. And I think that first step is can be really challenging. But I always just tell people to dive right in, pick a recipe that you're excited about. And that doesn't seem like too insanely challenging. And just make it and to not be afraid, you know, just do your best. And um, hopefully it'll turn out. And if it doesn't, you can always try again. There's like no harm in trying. So I always just say, just get in the kitchen and, and give it your best go. <laughs> You never know until you try, actually. Right? Yep, exactly. And I think you learn by doing. So like, you know, you could read a ton of books or watch a ton of videos and those would help you. But at the end of the day, I really think the most valuable experience is just getting in the kitchen and making something yourself. Yeah, I think so too. And you know, I feel like when you cook something, you have to put your heart and soul into it. And especially like sometimes, you know, I cook for my family or something and sometimes it comes out wow like wow and sometimes it's it's fine it's delicious but something is missing and it's yeah. like I think it depends on your mood too like if you're in really good mood and like your energy is like oh you feel like high vibes like and you know and it comes out like actually like wow <laughs> <laughs> for sure I mean I think that baking and cooking take a lot of energy and so you really do have to be in a good headspace and feel pretty good to do it you know like at the end of a day of baking I will be so tired but it's because I like put my heart and soul just like you said into my baking and I think that it shows in the final product I totally agree yeah definitely and what do you do with all the desserts you bake <laughs> so that is the most popular question I get asked and it's kind of changed over time. So I used to bring everything I made into work, which was so fun and so easy. And my, I had a huge worked on a floor with a ton of coworkers and, you know, it, I think everything always got eaten, which was awesome. When I left my corporate job and I started working from home, it did get a little bit harder. Um, so now I try to give um, my baked goods to like my friends, my neighbors, like literally anyone that I know within like a mile or two radius of my apartment. And then I also, if I make something that I think is like really spectacular, I will mail it home to my family to eat in Seattle. <laughs> so I do that sometimes too, but I would say that's only like, you know, once a week maybe. And that's so sweet. Yeah, it's, it's like the only way I really get to share my baking with them because I just I do go home a decent amount, but I don't like to bake when I'm home because I don't have my equipment. And just like I want to usually take a little bit of time off of work. So I think that mailing them sweets is like the best way for me to kind of share that love with them. Yeah, that's definitely sweet. And, you know, <laughs> I feel like when I'm in somebody's house or somewhere else, I can make the same like as I'm making it at home because everything feels so different it's just like 
not my space and for sure it's it's, it's really like, hard just like even not knowing where things are or like different yeah. pots and pans or ovens bake differently all of it plays into it for sure yeah what do you do to unwind um when I want to relax so I'm I'm not actually the best at relaxing I will preface that <laughs> this with that um but I really like running it helps me just kind of like get out any pent-up energy and kind of gets my endorphins flowing um I also really you know just like hanging out with friends or going for a walk and grabbing a coffee but I think just like anything that gets me out of my apartment especially these days because I spend <laughs> so much time here because of quarantine and everything um I think anything that gets me out in the fresh air as much as I can in New York City, which really is the concrete jungle. <laughs> yeah, but New York is a lot of fun. I love New York. It has like, yeah. its own vibe. It does. It is. It's a fun city. Um, and it's definitely been nice this summer to like be able to spend more time outdoors with like the warm weather. You also are popular in Food Network. How did you get involved with Food Network? Yeah. So, um, I, way back in 2016, they, I think they saw my videos on social media and they reached out to me to do a little cake shoot with them for their social channels. So I went into their studios and we filmed some cakes and I thought it was like the best day of my life. And I was like, like, this is never going to get better <laughs> than this moment. Um, but then that went really well. And so they asked me to start doing live streams for them. So for the following two years, I did live streams every Wednesday. I made a different cake live. <laughs> every week which was actually pretty challenging with work getting home on time and having the energy to do that but it was also a lot of fun um and really helped me just get more comfortable being on camera because there's also a difference between being on camera and being live and there's also a difference between kind of like being in a video that's directed at your own followers versus like all these other people that choose to follow food network and not necessarily you um so it was like a really great experience it really helped me i think grow and have a lot of great exposure and it also um just like taught <laughs> taught me a lot about how to bake live and do live demos um so that was a lot of fun and then recently they pivoted towards um having their food network kitchen app which is really amazing you can cook along live with chefs and like great bakers and just tons of amazing people um they have live clap multiple classes like every day and a whole huge library of live classes. So I did some demos with them for that. And then I also actually filmed the digital series with them um, this past year that was called Will Work for Food that's also on the Food Network Kitchen app. That was really fun. Um, but kind of that one <laughs> social shoot really led to all those different things. And my relationship with Food Network has evolved a lot over the years, but it's been really fun. Um, and I've, I'm so grateful that I get to have that relationship. That's exciting. And for you, have you ever been on camera before being on Food Network? How was it? Um, no. So I had never um, done. And to also to clarify, it's Food Network Digital. So I have never been on like TV. I've done TV appearances on like talk shows before, but I've only worked with um, Food Network Digital, but they still like have camera crews and everything. So that was definitely my first experience with something like that. And I <laughs> was not emotionally ready like it was a little bit overwhelming but so exciting also and I think I definitely am more comfortable with it now but in the beginning it was a lot to process yeah it definitely can seem overwhelming at first yeah have you ever had any crazy moments happening on camera um I have actually so I think I've had one really I call it an epic fail moment, but I was doing a live stream once and I was trying to add a chocolate drip onto a cake and I was using a squirt bottle 
and like there must have been a piece of melted chocolate that got stuck in the nozzle and I kept squeeze you know because you're live so you can't stop and be like let me grab a q-tip and get rid of this little clog so I just kept squeezing the bottle and the whole top shot off and the entire bottle of ganache just like shot out onto my cake and it was extremely traumatic but I ended up just like scraping it off and keep going kept going and it was okay for the most part but it was like so traumatic <laughs> at the time you probably were like oh my god what happened <laughs> I it was like shock horror and then just my brain being like just keep going I always like hear the finding Nemo saying of like just keep swimming <laughs> that's great that like didn't like stop because some people you know when something weird happens it's just crazy unexpected happens they just stop and get like paralyzed they don't know what to do but It's it was definitely like not a great moment but it's kind of that is kind of the fun of doing a live though is like unexpected things happen and I think people also like to see <laughs> not like crazy things happen but I think that things go awry all the time when people are baking and I think it's refreshing to see it happen to other people as well so I think from that perspective people were entertained by it but it was it was a lot <laughs> yeah they were like they like to see like action there's something yes happening exactly <laughs> where do you get your ideas from like for your cakes like what inspires you yeah so I get my inspiration from all over the place I mean it could be you know from like a fun ice cream flavor I eat it could be you know I follow a bunch of amazing bakers and content creators on social media and of course I'm influenced by all of their amazing work as well um and even like Pinterest you know like you I think you can really find inspiration anywhere Um, the other thing that I really like to use for inspiration is just like the holidays. I love holiday baking. So whether that's flavors or decorations, I really love to play that up every year as well. Nice. What is your favorite cake to bake like at all times? My favorite cake ever. Oh, it's, it's like asking a parent to pick their favorite child. But if you were to, I think as of late, I have a chocolate blackout cake that has like super soft dark chocolate cake layers it has a pudding filling and a ganache frosting that's like the perfect balance of sweetness and richness and I think that's probably my favorite cake right now it sounds amazing I love ganache cake it's actually one of my favorites too I was gonna say it might actually be like uh the right level of sweetness for you yeah, yeah <laughs> definitely especially the filling and is perfect yeah What are your future plans? Have you ever thought about having your own bakery or anything? I, for the future, I don't have any grand plans at the moment in or in the works, but I definitely do not plan to open my own bakery. I, I feel like I get asked that a lot and I really just enjoy the content creation aspect of what I do and I also just like baking in like small batches and really focusing on decoration and I feel like if I were to open a bakery I'd really have to bake in bulk and I'd also probably have to like hire people to do all the baking and that's my favorite part I also just like don't think I have the skill set to actually manage a bakery which really is like a whole another profession to learn so I don't really have any grand plans for bakery um I probably will do a book in the next couple of years um once the timing is right Uh, but for the time being, I think I'm just going to keep trying to create really fun content and uh, keep working on some delicious recipes. Nice. That's exciting, too. I love your content. <laughs> I'm sure everybody enjoys it every day, especially 
little cakes. I love those mini cakes. I, I do too. They're my favorite. They're actually very hard to make, surprisingly, but they're so stinking cute. I love them too. I know because they're so little and you have to like be so precise. Yes, it's so hard. Yeah. And where can our listeners find you? Social handles, all your information? Sure. So people can find me really all over the place. Um, I am on Instagram. I'm on Facebook. I'm on YouTube. I'm on TikTok. You can also find all of my recipes on my blog, which is chillsweets.com. I think that's about it. You can also, if people have any baking questions, you can always email me at chillsweets at gmail.com as well. Thank you so much, Chelsea. That was fun. Such a sweet and delicious conversation. (laughs) Yeah. Thank you so much for having me. I had a blast. I hope you have a great rest of the day. Yeah, you too. Thank you. Talk to you later. That was all for today, guys. I hope you really enjoyed. You can find Not Basic Blonde podcast on all the major podcast platforms with new episodes every Tuesday and Thursday. To support the show, tag NBB Podcast on your Instagram stories. You can also DM me on Instagram as well. It's Not Basic Blonde underscore or NBB Podcast. And if you haven't, subscribe, rate, and review Not Basic Blonde Podcast on Apple Podcasts. Thank you so much, guys. Have a wonderful day. mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.